Hello, and welcome to a series of school safety podcasts. Um, I'm Amanda Klinger. And I'm Dr. Amy Klinger. And we are the directors and founding members of the Educator School Safety Network. If you are listening to this podcast because you are enrolled in EDLS 633 at Ashland University. So some of this may seem somewhat familiar and maybe review from information that you just recently had or maybe had a little while ago. If you are not enrolled in uh, EDLS 633 at Ashland and you're just listening to this on our podcast channels, um, we would encourage you to um, check out some of the information. Um, Our website is in our bio information. It's www.eschoolsafety.org and there's links there if you're interested in finding out more information or if you want to take the course uh, not for college credit but for CEUs um, through us through our website. So we've encouraged you to check out that information as well. Plus there's a lot of good stuff there. So let's get started. Okay here in unit two we really talk um, in kind of general terms about threats and vulnerabilities and and sort of what are the dangers that schools face. And it's very easy for us to, again, teach, go from that teaching viewpoint of thinking about, well, this one time we had a a tornado warning and, oh, I know this other time the power went out. And so we sort of default back to these items that are much more within our experience as teachers. But again, pushing us into looking at things from an administrative viewpoint, I think one of the most valuable administrative skills that people can develop is the ability to look at something and essentially be able to think what could go wrong here and to be able to anticipate what some of the potential vulnerabilities and problems are with a pep rally with 800 students in the gym or a grandparents day in a three-story building on a 90 degree uh, afternoon in May. Being able to look at these everyday situations and anticipate what some of the things are that could go that could go wrong. And I think when we look at threats and vulnerabilities from that administrative perspective, we really have to start with that. The second aspect of that is being able to get beyond this, well, that's never happened here before, and not always defaulting back to, we worry about what happened here five years ago, instead of thinking about, that may not have ever happened, but it could happen. Um, I, I think in particular about, you know, we worry about bus accidents, but we don't anticipate or think about an intruder coming on a bus and commandeering the bus or assaulting the driver or taking a student off the bus. We don't worry about that, but we know for a fact that that has indeed happened. But because it's more rare, it's not one of the things that becomes on our radar. So I think we need to, as administrators, um, it sounds kind of strange to say it, but expand the array of things that we worry about um, so that we have at least anticipated what could go wrong here? And that's tough because you have to walk the fine line of, I don't want to be the ultimate pessimist thinking of the worst case scenario. And I, you know, get sort of caught up in these, you know, dramatic doomsday doomsday scenarios. And, And then as a result, I'm not prepared for these things that are so likely that they have already happened. We have already experienced them. And so that is sort of difficult to be able to apportion your time you know, appropriately so that I I can sort of think through, you know, what would be the potential problems. And I think also it's really important, and you sort of mentioned this, of what's unique in my building? 
that is a hazard more so than, you know, every school in theory faces the hazard of an intruder, an armed intruder, intruder coming in. Well, but my school is on a dead end street. It wasn't, you know, someone, I just spoke with someone recently about this. It wasn't built as a school. It was built as some sort of an office building and it was converted into a school. And so there's only one way in and one way out uh, for cars to be able to access that building. Well, that's a unique vulnerability that makes me more so there, there's more of a difficulty if we were to have an intruder, if we were to have a fire, or we were to have, you know, grandparents day and we have three grandparents with heat stroke because I only have one way in and one way out of my building. It's an, it's an added vulnerability. So I think it's important for people to really think about, you know, what are vulnerabilities that all the schools face and what are vulnerabilities that my situ my school situated here in this geographic location with this type of a community and this type of a population? What are the things that we face really specifically? But that being said, we're not advocating for you to become Eeyore of everything is going to go wrong and it's going to be awful and, and, and we're going to have all these problems. It's instead that we're advocating for you to expand the things that you have anticipated and looked at but being able to uh, be empowered by the fact that you have anticipated and prepared and plan for those particular events. And you're not, don't have to create, uh, you know, elaborate, you know, response scenarios for, well, if it's in May and it's grandparents day and it's a Tuesday, then we're going to respond a certain way. You know, you have your standard response procedures and we, you know, we talked about that in a later unit that you have your in, in 533 that you have these standard response procedures and really, you know, the most important skill that you can cultivate is to have thought of some of these things ahead of time so that you're anticipating some of these things and then in the heat of a moment being able to choose the cor you know, correct, correct response procedure that makes the most sense.